front of you at Acts chapter 16. Children, you'll be helped if you've uh, got this sheet uh, with you and the sheet you've just got here now. We're going to go and look at what happens in each one of these five uh, cities. You're going to need to draw some things, write some things, uh, colour uh, some things as we go. So first of all, we're going to go back to city one, uh, to Philippi. And if you look at the verses there, we're going to look at what does Paul do in Philippi. And if you're on your, boys and girls, the purple section here on the post-it note that says Philippi, you can see the verses that we need to look at, verse 13, 16, 25 and 32. Now this is not just for Philippi to do, everybody's going to be looking in your Bibles now at these verses... Okay, let's have a look at some of the things that Paul did while he was there. Verse 13, on the Sabbath, we went outside the city gate to the river where we expected to find a place of prayer. We sat down and began to speak to the women who had gathered there. Paul went to a place of prayer and he's speaking to the women there. In verse 16, another day, they were going out to the place of prayer again and this time they met a female slave who had a spirit by which she predicted the future. Not a good spirit, but a spirit that she did not want to have that would trouble her. It was because of this spirit that people exploited her as a slave to make money for themselves. So twice there we see Paul going to a place of prayer. Then down in verse 25, Paul and Silas are in jail, and we'll have a look at why they're in jail in a moment, and they're praying and singing hymns to God. And other prisoners were listening to them. And in verse 32, verse 32, they spoke the word of the Lord to him, the jailer, and to all the others in his house. These are the things that Paul does in Philippi. Now, what happens to Paul, though? There is a reaction against the gospel message about Jesus that Paul is preaching. So in verse 19... This one's not highlighted for you, boys and girls. Verse 19, the, slave own, the, the uh, owners of the slave girl who had the spirit, when Paul has sent the evil spirit away from her, these guys are worried that they're not going to make as much money anymore. In verse 19, so they're upset. They seize Paul and Silas and drag them before the authorities. Then in verses 22 and 23, they're attacked by the crowd, they're stripped, they're beaten, they're flogged and they're jailed. As Paul and Silas are preaching the gospel message about Jesus, there is a reaction against it. And so you might ask the question, does Jesus' gospel mission continue? Well, yes, it does there is a reception of the gospel message. So in verses 14 and 15, it's green on uh, the sheet for the boys and girls. The Lord opened Lydia's heart to respond to Paul's message. When she and the members of her household were baptised, she invited us to her home. If you consider me a believer in the Lord, she said, come and stay at my house. Jesus' gospel message is received. In verses 33 and 34, the jailer 
He believes. He is saved. He is baptised with his whole household. Does Jesus' gospel mission continue? Yes, it does. Good answer, Joel. Let's go along to city two. Thessalonica. Thessalonica was a, a wealthy seaport and these ruins show great storerooms that were built underground, a little bit later than the time that Paul was there, probably about 50 or 60 years later these were built, great storerooms to store stuff that was valuable uh, as uh, goods came in and out of the seaport. In Thessalonica, what does Paul do here? Verse 2. Paul went into the synagogue and on three Sabbath days he reasoned with them from the Scriptures, explaining and proving that the Messiah had to suffer and rise from the dead. He's speaking about Jesus. What happens? There's a reaction against the Gospel message about Jesus. So verses 5 and 6, the Jews were jealous So they rounded up some bad characters from the marketplace. They formed a mob and started a riot in the city. They rushed to Jason's house in search of Paul and Silas in order to bring them out to the crowd. But when they did not find them, they dragged Jason and some other believers before the city officials. Verse 8, the crowd and the officials, they're in turmoil. The whole city is stirred up in a reaction against the gospel message about Jesus. And so again, we might ask the question, does Jesus' gospel mission continue? Well, yes, it does. Verse 4. Some of the Jews were persuaded and joined Paul and Silas, as did a large number of God-fearing Greeks and quite a few prominent women. Does the gospel mission continue? Verse 9. Well, even though Jason is captured, well, he's let go and... Paul and Silas, verse 10, they escape and then they go off to Berea. So let's go there next, Berea. What does Paul do in Berea? Verse 13, he was preaching the Word of God at Berea. Is there a reaction against it? Yep. Verse 13, the Jews in Thessalonica learned that he was there And some of them went there too. They followed him from Thessalonica down to Berea, agitating the crowds and stirring them up as a reaction against the gospel message. But does Jesus' gospel message continue? Yes, it does. Verse 11. They received the message with great eagerness and examined the Scriptures every day to see if what Paul said was true. And as a result, many of them believed as did also a number of prominent Greek women and many Greek men. Jesus' gospel mission continues in Berea. Then we come to Athens, a fascinating city, a very religious city, full of idols, a centre of intellect and philosophy, where people love to talk about religion and ideas. And Paul goes there as well. What does he do here? Verse 17, he reasons with Jews and God-fearers in the synagogue and the market. Verse 18, he preaches the good news about Jesus and the resurrection. Everywhere Paul goes, he's sharing the gospel message about Jesus. What happens? Verse 32, some of them sneered. They thought this is a ridiculous idea. 
They were into thinking about all kinds of intellectual and philosophical things, but to suggest that somebody rose from the dead, that sounds ridiculous. But not everybody thought that. Because Jesus' gospel mission did continue, there was a reception. Verse 32, some of them sneered, but others said, we want to hear you again on this subject. At that, Paul left the council and some of the people became followers of Paul and believed. Among them was Dionysius, a member of the Areopagus, a a woman named Demarius and a number of others. Jesus' gospel mission continues. Well, let's go to Corinth. This is the better picture I should have shown you before of Corinth and you can kind of see the blue line uh, cutting across the isthmus uh, where there was connecting the two seaports together. What does Paul do? Paul was in Corinth for quite some time. What does he do when he's there? Verse 4, he preached in the synagogue. Verse 5, he was preaching and testifying that Jesus is the Messiah, that Jesus is the Christ that Jesus is God's King who's come to save. Verse 11, Paul is teaching the Word of God. Now what happens? The same as what has happened in all the other cities so far. There's a reaction against the Gospel message about Jesus. Verse 6, the Jews oppose it and are abusive. Verse 12, there's a united attack on Paul. Verse 17, They then turn on Sosthenes and beat him up. There's a reaction against. But does Jesus' gospel mission continue? Yes, it does. Verse 8. Crispus, the synagogue leader, and his entire household believed in the Lord and many of the Corinthians who heard Paul believed and were baptised. Or verse 18, which is not actually on the sheet, but you can see it in the Bibles there. Paul keeps on sharing the gospel about Jesus. Across five cities, we see the movement of the gospel out from Jerusalem to all Judea, to Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. And everywhere it goes, it faces opposition. But Jesus' gospel mission continues. Uh, Where it goes, it'll be opposed, it'll be People will be beaten, flogged, stoned, attacked. Saul, Paul was even left for dead. Yet as Jesus' disciples persevere in sharing the gospel, one by one, people are saved. Like Lydia in Philippi and her household, or the slave girl there, or the jailer that was there with his household. Or like Dionysius, or Damaris, or Jason, or Sosthenes, and many, many more from the first century right down to today, as Jesus' disciples persevere in sharing the gospel message, people are saved. Now we're going to visit one more city. It's one that we're pretty familiar with. Canberra. Population of 390,000 people. And one of the slogans by which Canberra is known by, which is kind of our city feature, confident bold, ready, a city that's well-educated, a fairly wealthy kind of city, a city that's got the world at our fingertips, ready to make advances in all kind of different areas, confident, bold, ready. 
But if that, while that might go on the welcome to Canberra sign, scratch below the surface a little bit into each one of our lives and the lives of our neighbours and our friends and our colleagues. Confident, bold, ready, we might want to say concerned, busy, right, mate. Is that Canberrans? Concerned about the state of the world, concerned about our families and our city, concerned about the world around us, but busy, busy doing all kinds of stuff. But then when it comes to it, I'll be right, mate. Does Jesus' gospel mission continue in Canberra today? Well, yeah, it does and it will. But how will it continue? Well, the same way that it did in Philippi and Thessalonica and Berea and Athens and Corinth as Jesus' disciples persevere in sharing the gospel message one by one, people are saved. Now, we've been seeing in Acts so far this year that being on Jesus' mission is not an optional activity uh, for the church. This is the mission of the church. The church's mission is Jesus' mission to see the gospel go to the ends of the earth. And we've been really ramping this up here at New Life across this year to help us along in this. We want to see uh, that Jesus' gospel mission continue amidst all kinds of opposition and difficulties and challenges because God will even use us in it as we keep equipping ourselves for it.